Open Kwong Door Media presents Storytime with Paul Door. In each episode, you'll receive a short adrenaline shot of a story straight to the mind, heart, or sometimes the funny bone, wherever that is located. And stay tuned after the story for Paul's Picks, where I indulge you with something I'm reading, watching, or listening to. This week's story, The Haircut. Haircuts are functional. I usually just get buzzed on the sides and leave a little on the top. It's simple, and almost no one can screw it up, depending on where you go. I've tried to grow my hair fashionably long, but it curls straight up and looks ridiculous. Recently, I've been going to the hair salon inside the neighboring shopping center. It's not great, but I don't have to wait. Functional. Last week, I entered the hair salon, and the woman at the front desk said Bernardo would be with me in a moment. Sure enough, Bernardo waved me over. An old Italian man. He looked like he hadn't smiled in a while. He draped the poncho-like sheeting over my shoulders and clipped it so tight I could hardly breathe. Bernardo didn't speak, he just started cutting my hair. Even though I asked for a generic cut, to me, not asking was like going into a restaurant and someone starts making you food instead of inquiring as to what you actually want. As soon as we started, another man walked in. Bernardo mumbled something and pointed to the waiting area. He buzzed the sides of my head and then motioned for me over to the hair-washing station. For some reason, an old Italian man caressing my head and washing my hair felt comforting. His hands were surprisingly soft. We returned to the chair, he put his hands on my shoulders, and he mumbled, I'll be right back, and he walked away. Next to me, an elderly British woman was getting her hair curled. She hadn't stopped talking since I arrived. She was very annoying. It was like she was getting her hair curled just so she had someone who would listen to her non-stop jabbering. The poor woman working on her hair looked like she was going to use the hair curler in a different way than it was originally intended to be used. She made eye contact with me, noticed I was abandoned, and smiled as if to say, Oh, that Bernardo. He's up and left again. The man in the waiting area grew increasingly frustrated. First, he tried to read a magazine, but I guess people did not include any topics of interest. He was looking at me as if I had an answer. He was focusing his anger on the wrong person. I turned to the mirror, grew increasingly uncomfortable. I was sitting in a chair, staring at myself. I couldn't get up and leave. My hair was half cut. The tightness of the poncho restricted any arm motion. Maybe it was causing a stroke. My hair was very short around the sides and long on the top. If I left now, I would look worse than when I tried to grow it fashionably long. The more I stared into the mirror, the more I spotted the imperfections on my face. My nose was too big. 
laugh lines were increasingly turning into wrinkles. My ears stuck out. My mind went deeper, as though the mirror was some kind of portal into exploring everything that was wrong with me. I was deep into some kind of existential and abstract discourse within my soul when Bernardo returned. He didn't mumble a word, didn't say where he went, just picked up his scissors and continued where he left off. Three young kids were running around. Should there be kids loose in a hair salon where people handled sharp objects like scissors and electrical elements like hair curlers so close to our brains? As the kids came closer to Bernardo, I worried that one of them would bump into him, sending the scissors right through my ear. I was reminded of a time a while ago when a hairstylist shaved my sideburns and the back of my neck with a straight razor. There were kids running around in that salon as well. When the stylist bent down to do the back of my head, the kids were playing around right behind him. Every time they moved, my body tensed, waiting for the kids to bump into him and the straight razor to cut into the back of my neck. But Bernardo was a professional. He finished up. I said it looked good. Good? What do you mean? You look great. There might have been a hint of anger in his voice. The man waiting sighed with impatience. I paid and left the salon. Bernardo's you-look-great comment was a bit exaggerated, because after all, my nose was too big and my ears stuck out. Time for Paul's Picks, where I briefly tell you about something I'm reading, watching, or listening to. Trapped is about a remote town in Iceland where a police detective desperately tries to solve a murder as a powerful storm descends and threatens to cut them off from the mainland. Produced in Iceland and currently showing on Netflix, Trapped is another entry into my current obsession with European crime dramas. These shows take their time, often with shots of solitary characters brooding about what is going on. Do you have any idea? Hello? What is going on in your little town? Trapped has an inventive take on the genre and will chill you to the bone, and not just because there's a lot of snow. For listening to Storytime with Paul Dorr, which is brought to you by Open Kwong Door Media and is produced by me and PJ Kwong. The theme music is by the amazingly talented singer-songwriter Arlene Pakulin. Find all things Arlene at ArlenePakulin.com. Visit OpenKwongDoor.com and listen to our other show, the At Skating PJ Podcast. Check out PaulDoor.com to read my blog, get info about my novel, storytelling events, and other things. If you like what you hear, we'd appreciate if you leave a comment on iTunes.
That's all for now. Until next time, keep listening to each other.